listening to the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Welcome to the Sports Pharmacy Podcast. My name is Dr. H and I am your host. I am a wellness pharmacist, pharmacy owner, and certified sports nutritionist. Join me while we discuss a wide range of topics ranging from health and wellness, sports, and even some small business secrets. Feel free to join our Discord for more interactions with me and other fellow listeners. Now let's get into the show. Welcome, welcome to the Sports Pharmacy Podcast. I have round two with my friend AJ Ascari, CEO of Drugstore to Door. How are you, bro? I'm fantastic, man. I'm excited we got to do this again. It's always good to see you, number one. We started out our conversation talking about workouts, and I, and I just I want to get like you, man. I see how built you are, and I'm just I'm trying to get on your level, AJ. Please. I'm fighting off age, man. It, <laughs> I look back at my old college stuff. I was always a fat kid. Don't get me wrong. Same, I, yeah. I figured it out there for a little bit, but I look back, and I'm like, shh. I got to at least be a quarter of the man I once was. I got to get in there and get after it, man. I can't let pharmacy pull me down. So that's what happened, man. I, I played I played college soccer. And so yeah. I was like peak fitness my freshman year of undergrad. And after the knee injury, I was like, all right, I'm just going to focus on school. I don't, I'm not that good. I can't play soccer all the time. And yeah, and pharmacy school made me gain weight. CVS made me gain weight. And so now it's like I got really sick back in 2017. Found out I was a type two diabetic, man, and I had to like just shed the weight quick and get off all medications. And you're looking at the specimen now. Yeah, man. So did your little excursion into working out and eating better? Were you able to get off your meds? Man, I'm off all my medications now. I dropped. I've lost close to 45 pounds since then. Man, I was almost up to 270 at that point. Man, it was pretty bad. Wow. Yeah. My little brother was that way. He was over 300 pounds when my dad died. We made a promise and he got after it. He dropped That's like awesome. 130 Damn. pounds over nice. 18 months. Like a different person. Yeah. That's shedding a person. That's, that is. That's like losing a whole body. Right? Yeah. 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 Like my wife, she's 125. Don't tell her I told you. And she's like losing a whole person off of you. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. We, That's we great, had, man. I'm proud of you. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. My A1C was like almost 12. Like I was in bad wow. shape. Yeah, I was real yeah. bad. And luckily I had a good doctor to help me out and. I got my sports nutritionist license, so that helped me just know what sort of things we need to do. Now I'm teaching patients how to do that, bro. That's the way we got to go. So we're having to record this again. The first one, we'll just say it was technical difficulties. I don't know what happened, but these things happen. But I had the pleasure of having AJ with me again, man. First off, thank you for joining us. We're going to talk a little bit about your background and obviously why you dredged into drugstore to door. I'm going to tell a quick story about how I ran into you and didn't recognize you in the middle of a conference. That's my fault again. <laughs> But <laughs> AJ, why don't you tell us a little about yourself, man? Yeah, man. I won't go too far back, but born and raised in Oklahoma, immigrant father and Okie mom. So it's from Oklahoma where we are the Okies, man. Okies yeah, you are. Long draws yeah. and slow talking. <laughs> so I picked all that up. Now, so I grew up in an entrepreneur household, grew up in, in Norman, Oklahoma, very average lifestyle here. And I did not have the, oh my gosh, I'm heading straight into pharmacy school to become a pharmacist vision. Like I told you in our first time together. I had all the options in the world in my household. My dad being a Middle Eastern immigrant, I had the choice of being a doctor or a doctor. So I had to make whatever I wanted to do was my choice. And so I went to school to become a doctor and started pre-med, went down that path as we talked about and thought I was going to go to dental school, end up meeting some young guy who's running and gunning in pharmacy. And he convinces me in the final hour 
to pivot over to pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And so I pivot over, I go to pharmacy school, University of Oklahoma. Didn't know anything, man. Yeah. I, mean, I, in, I was like, what did I sign up for here, man? Struggling through Brandon generic class. Oh, so like the science was fine because I did a science undergrad. So I just kept that rolling, but got in and man, all I knew, I was the ignorant guy. I was at the big pill, big bottle to the small bottle and get yep, it out to yep, the patient. Yep. And so I got a rude awakening and the guy that convinced me to go, he had convinced me for all the wrong reasons and all the right reasons. You're a young, influential kid. So I'm looking at this guy driving amazing sports cars and living in a cool house and just thinking, I got to figure this out. And he ended up getting busted for Medicare fraud. So yeah, we're not going to talk about that. that. But I'm glad I didn't learn anything from this convinced me to go to pharmacy school. I went, got into ownership, man. I've owned as many as 12 locations. I still have nine locations right now. I have a great team. We are very much in the weeds, live, breathe, eat, independent pharmacy. And it's led to a lot of other things. Obviously, I just enjoy business a lot. Pharmacy lets... Pharmacy is a very unique challenge in business because we get told what we're going to pay for stuff, what we're going to get paid. There's a lot of unique challenges there, but it leads to idea generation and new companies and things like drugstore to door. I like the challenge of business. I'm in real estate and banking and a bunch of other stuff. I just really enjoy solving hard problems. And so being in pharmacy and looking at all the things we're facing and what we're lacking in technology we got a jump start on getting in and creating a, a business to help independent pharmacies online. One of the first times I was exposed to drugstore to door was actually right at the beginning of the pandemic around the COVID. I think it was COVID testing, I believe, is when someone reached out to me about it. So this vision of drugstore to door, after you saw the struggles of what pharmacies, pharmacy owners are going through, what kind of motivated you to start pushing your product? Nobody was solving the problem holistically, and it's a really hard problem to solve. When you say, hey, how do you take everything that an independent pharmacy can do when you walk through their doors and digitize all of it, make all of it a fluid experience for the customer? And that's a, I don't want to hyperlink out. I don't want to hyperlink out to my scheduling tool. I don't want to hyperlink out to my, none of us accept that as consumers anymore. So for us to put that on the table for our consumers is antiquated. And so nobody was really solving this holistically. And to no fault of anybody, people try to build things to stay inside of their own ecosystem. They want it to pair with this. If you're not with this particular company or this vendor or this thing, which from a business perspective, for me, it it pigeonholes you because you can't make quick decisions for your business when you need to, because you're stuck to things. And so I came out and decided Let's just create something that's agnostic of everything, but will play nice with everything so that all of the work the customer does in their store with their digital presence is cumulative. So if they want to switch vendors of any sort, we're going to hang with them. You know, they can do anything they want from changing catalogs to what they're selling to any of it. And even if they want to change their address, right? Mm -hmm. Like we can stay consistent with them through the whole process. And so we got running and I wasn't scared to just put stuff out and try because I wanted feedback. What was important for me is the consumer give me great feedback, the pharmacy give me great feedback so that we continue to refine the product. So I put it out there as cheap as I possibly could. And I started with the e-commerce. I started with when we got our hands on kits, I'm like, hey, if we can get kits, I will pass them through 
for next mm -hmm. to nothing and get pharmacies kits. Once that all fell through, we went and immediately started developing a scheduler and we mm -hmm. gave it away. We had over a thousand pharmacies utilize our free scheduler just because we wanted them to take action right yeah. away. You know? We took advantage of that. Yeah. I yeah. And it was a nightmare, man. I yeah. had a thousand people sign up in two weeks. So you want to talk about tech exploding. Yeah. We were all like 24 seven trying to keep everything intact for the volume. <laughs> but we helped give hundreds of thousands of tests and vaccines through mm -hmm. a free platform. So we took all of that as we were building the big thing and took all that feedback and continued to refine it, continue to refine it. So now we got a product, man. I can plug it in anybody's store. They can own it for the life of their ownership and not even get close to spending that amount of money trying to recreate what we've done. And so that's mission accomplished for me. Not done. It's just mission accomplished. So we got a lot. I just want to keep it on technology, keep us relevant and give us avenues to generate more revenue outside of the PBM. Like it's great. Get your PBM business online, but also drive other revenue. So yeah, we're that, super passionate about it. That speaks volumes to me, especially as a pharmacy owner, where we're lucky in our pharmacy, 8% of our profit lines from PBM, man. That's it. And I'm trying to get that even closer to zero. I'm trying to get rid of it completely because you know, starting next year, I think the DIR fee apocalypse, as it's been called, is coming. And I think a lot of stores are going to struggle. So it's going to be a huge cash flow crunch. Mm -hmm. I've, people have not started preparing for that. At least go get a line of credit. And yeah. Yeah, that's a very good recommendation. And I, and it's a good idea to get that when you don't need it versus when you actually need it. That was actually one thing I did just last month. I think after you and I spoke, I think is when I did it too. Good. Yeah, so that was really helpful. So now with Drugstore to Door, you're still running your other stores. Tell us a little bit more detail about what you can offer some of the smaller pharmacies like mine. I know a little bit about the the personalized website design, which was by far my favorite feature, man. That was Sweet. amazing. And I saw the, I think it was Grant is who you introduced me to. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, he reached out to me and showed me all the cool stuff that y'all do. And he wanted feedback from me, which was kind of echoes what you said. And even as a CEO, man, as a business leader, as a community member, it's always important to ask for feedback because you can't grow if you don't know what I need, right? Man, it, our product's only as good as what you tell us to give you. You know what yeah. I mean? And so we got to be highly focused on it. Man, from our standpoint, we come in, this is like an octopus as far as what we can do and how we can do it. The first thing, the key for me is I want to get as many independent pharmacies online as I possibly can. I want customers to be able to not only reach you, I want them to be able to pay for your services. Whatever they are, I don't care. Like you mentioned, you're only 8% PBM. Fantastic. If you're doing your weight loss classes and you're, you're testing and you're doing whatever it might be, those are all products, right? At the end of the day, if you're a retail establishment, you're selling products. You're either selling yourself, you're selling your knowledge, you're selling. So we built a platform that covers all of it. Yeah, and I tell people, think of it like light switches. Everything's in there. You just turn on what you want when you want it. You don't have to go figure out Okay, what form thing do I use now? What, how do I go? How do I leverage Shopify and not get shut down for looking like a pharmacy? How do I go work out the legit script or the dot pharmacy stuff? All of that stuff is handled. So when a pharmacy comes in, fully designed website, look and feel is completely what your business objectives are. All of the horsepower, the engine, drugstore to door on the back end. We've got you covered from prescription services to full turnkey e-commerce. That means whatever you're selling, I've cataloged everything, man. It's incredible. I see it here, man. It's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. And then 
services, whatever service. If you want to start renting a room out in your house, you can start renting a room out in your house. You can leverage it any way, shape or form. If you want to do multiple classes, if you want to have multiple immunizers, it doesn't matter. We wanted to make sure and cover everything. We've got some really cool stuff in the pipeline I can't drop yet, but those things are coming as well. We don't stop, man. We we develop like crazy. And the goal is to make this an, an seamless integration. So people think of software and they think pharmacy software, which is probably where I got about 25% of my gray hair switching our stores pharmacy <laughs> software wise. Oh God. It is not that. Like it is <laughs> cloud-based. We do all the heavy lifting. I would be surprised if a pharmacy even does 1% of the effort when it comes to what we do. Wow. for the independent pharmacy. That's And that was my objective because I know I'm in stores, got pharmacists in stores. I know what the day looks like. Oh, yeah, you're right. You've got to be able to just be like, hey, I like this. I like that. Go. And bam, we turn it around. And it's one thing that I've learned is, is to see what my time is worth, right? Yeah. And my rule of thumb my whole life was that I will gladly pay for something if it makes my life easier. For be sure. It a better seat on a plane, a, a better meal, whatever, you'll always pay for what you need. And for me, as I'm hearing you talk, and I think about my day to day, especially when I have a Shopify account that I'm in charge of, I have another Calendly that's in charge of scheduling people to come in for my for uh, for my 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 pharmacogenomics, and just trying to keep up with those two things, I built our website by myself. And I can tell you, it's probably not great. I that's fine. <laughs> it took me a good two hours just to figure out how to integrate my damn blog on there, man. Yeah. So it, it's very tough. And if I think about, okay, let's say there's a fee that's involved with, obviously there's a fee involved with Jokestore to Door. If I think of how much of my time per month I use, it is probably significantly more than what I have to pay for you. For sure. The, what we have this priced in the market for is as close to free as I can give it away. Yeah. I would argue with, I, I don't even know how much time and energy you're spending. And I would say definitely and lay yeah. my head on my pillow tonight and sleep <laughs> like a baby. No I would love question. that, man. And it's like, the more you and I talk about it, I know we're going to get Stonebriar Pharmacy involved. And that's something that we're definitely going to do. You have people that are in charge of building websites and designing it the way that every pharmacy wants it. So for example, for us, we're a little bit more modern and more upscale. So you tailor the website to that kind of thing. Can you talk to us about that? Yeah. So we have a full design team. These are our trained designers. So it's not like we're just tossing stuff together or pulling random templates out there. You come in, I don't care what it is. You'd be like, AJ, I love the look of the Louis Vuitton store. Give me that vibe. <laughs> sure. How did you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so whatever you're trying to accomplish, we've done it. We've had pharmacies that come and they're like, hey, I want to sell the one blue pill. I want to compete with Roman and Hims, And this is where we make a lot of money. And we go design out with their feedback. We'll go design them a look and feel where you're coming to buy one thing. And that's generic Viagra. So that team is incredible. And we've got some high profile clients, some I'm sure people know really well that we're working on personal branded sites, things like that, because they're social media celebrities now, and they're getting a ton of traction that way. And we have to be flexible in that. We want to represent you. Like we want people to know where your horsepower, but we want you to present as you. So the reason we carry our name is for things like we're doing in our locations, which is Guys, we can compete all day when it comes to cash programs and mm -hmm. other ways to make money. And so we want to leverage and find ways to drive, not only take your business, be relevant for your customers in your local community, but also push people in your direction. There's a lot of tools we've built in that over time, as we have these pharmacies in areas, we can drive business because we can rest assured 
when a customer clicks on your site, they can accomplish anything thereafter. So right now it's a failure point, right? Someone hits a site and it's a glorified digital business card. What utility is there? I'm going to go to amazon.com. I'm going to go to print my good RX card and roll into CVS or a Walgreens or do my transaction online because they're doing a better job of grabbing that consumer and making life incredibly easy for that consumer. It's 2023. We're in the middle of it. Like we all got to be there. If I could give this away, I'm not kidding you. If I could just give it away to independent pharmacy, I would just give it away and figure it out from there. Um, so we're doing everything in our power to be those players. That's awesome, AJ, man. I love hearing that. Drugstoretodoor.com. That's drugstore, the number two, door.com. Good way to get a requested demo. You can get in touch with their team. Tell them that Sports Pharmacy Podcast sent you and AJ and his team will really take care of you. I want to pivot a little bit. Um, we have a little bit longer time. Yeah. We, as we all know, and spoke, spoke in the podcast, AJ is the CEO of Drugstore to Door. Hey, man, I got to ask, what's it like being a CEO? Oh, man, it's the grungiest job of all of them. <laughs> you got to do it all, man. It's it's incredible. It's the same transition I took in the pharmacies, right? When I was pharmacy number one, I was the guy. I wore every hat. I had to do everything possible to get pharmacy one profitable. Mm-hmm. And then once I started to create room, I had to start giving things away, right? Hey, I'm not great at this, or this sucks my time and my energy. And after I do this thing, I've got 50% battery left for these other things. So I was doing a podcast the other day and we were talking about our giftedness and knowing your giftedness. Mm-hmm. And so I really tried to focus on like, where's my skill set and how can I put people around me so that I can fill my battery up in my skill set? and take the drain off those pieces. And so really, when I think of a CEO, it's someone who's incredibly resourceful, who knows how to plug holes or put people in the right seats or whatever analogy you want to utilize and really start to bring people to the table that have skill sets and areas and enjoy they're gifted in the areas you're poking them in, right? Mm -hmm. Because then they're going to go and give all their energy to that thing. And look, sometimes they're not as good as you. Sometimes they're better than you. And But at least it starts to buy that time back, fill that energy back up. And so from a CEO perspective, I constantly rinse and repeat that methodology. So when we started Drugstore to Door, it was three of us, bro, just <laughs> figuring it out. And then added the fourth and added the fifth and added the sixth and up to 20 plus now. And it's just... Again, plugging people in. Hey, we suck here. We like my social media presence. I'm like, guys, god awful. I gotta hire someone yep. to get in here and fix this because easy thing to do. Yeah, it's counterintuitive to what I do. Like, I grew up in a house was like, keep your stuff private. So going that's, a, on that's social, that Middle Eastern blood, man. Yeah, going yeah. on social media, <laughs> turning something on, be like, hey, look at my life. Woo, it's like nice. going outside with no clothes on. All yeah, what it feels true. like. It's like this yeah. is a little weird. And so trying to let go of some of that stuff and get out there. Because we have, the way I think about it is doing stuff like this that you're doing and I'm doing, this is a credibility builder. This is an opportunity for someone to listen to us and go, you know what? AJ's not some big private equity guy over here. Drugstore to door is not this. This is a homegrown small company that's truly got independent pharmacy's best interest in mind. Absolutely. And this guy's just like me, been through the same struggles. He gets what I'm doing, right? People who relate to you in that. And so this is our opportunity to just build credibility. Like, hey, we're 
we're in this with you. So how do yes. we succeed together? I look at independent pharmacies. This is teamwork, guys. Yep. Like we're not competition. We are. Yeah. This is teamwork. How do we play the game together? One of the one of the things that after our first conversation, I really had to step back and think about it. And it's this feedback I've gotten on this podcast before that I'll gladly share is that sometimes I don't feel like I'm my genuine self on here, meaning I don't want to be a different persona to everybody. At first, it was a little bit more structured, a little bit more got to do the right thing, got to make sure people like me. Now I just don't give a damn. I just I say whatever I want. It just, if you want to listen, I love it. We have listeners all over the world, man. It's crazy. Yeah. So I, I, I want to reiterate what you said is that we're, we have to make sure we're doing things for the right reason. And when hearing you say that you want to do this for the betterment of independent pharmacy, man, it warms my heart because I, I love hearing that we do these, I do these episodes, not for me. I don't do it for my image, but I really want to help people like AJ or help XYZ pharmacy owner know that there is a good resource out there that can really help somebody. Exactly. Yeah, best interests in mind. That's what we're always worried about, right? Because everyone's right. trying to, as pharmacy owners, man, we get nickel and dime in every avenue, right? Yeah. And these are legit businesses, and we've chosen to do business with them and to be nickel and dime. Mm-hmm. And now we're all feeling the pain of letting that go yep. too far. And Way too far. Yeah, so we have to do things now that's, it's okay to be a little selfish in your store, right? What are some things I can start doing now where I, make money for my effort. I took a huge risk to be an owner. I took a huge risk to go to pharmacy school. I took, these are huge risks. And when you're out there and every day you're taking that risk, you need other partners, players, people like us that are in the industry looking out for everyone's best interest so that we can play the game together and utilize tools that allow us to go and be profitable. I want every independent pharmacy to be profitable. Make money. Figure out a way to make yeah, money. Right. I want it's, you to. Small business is the backbone of the economy, man. And I live in a cool city where it's predominantly small businesses. And we always help each other out the best that we can, even through our Chamber of Commerce. Yeah. AJ, bro, I appreciate you so much doing this again with me, man. I, I really hope it was... I hope it's a benefit to you. Drugstore to door.com, drugstore number two door.com. Selm Sports Pharmacy Podcast sent you. AJ, when are you coming down to Texas to see us, man? Anytime. You send me the invite. You're supposed to be cooking me some Middle Eastern food. Remember that no, was listen, the last promise. I'm that's I, all I need to hear. I my my Turkish wife is making <laughs> the best kebabs and I just grill them. That's my job, man. So anytime yeah. I'm gonna have you I'm gonna have you down here to Frisco to see us, all right, buddy. Hey, easy trip for me. Easy trip. Right. Yeah. And nice. feel free. I'm like I said, I'm trying to make myself as social as possible. So <laughs> even my name that's posted on here, there's a website, ajazgary.com. If you want to go look go. at the goofy stuff we're into, go check it out. Like it's all though. We'll put that, we'll put that in the show notes. I appreciate yeah. that, mate. He's a good follow on LinkedIn. He's got really cool information. He might be just as handsome as me. I cannot confirm <laughs> or deny that. All right. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. I appreciate you, man. You bet. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, consider giving us a five-star review anywhere that you get your episodes. Follow us at Sports Pharmacy Pod, as well as me, your host, at Dr. Mixalot. Join our Discord server for more interactions with me and fellow listeners. As always, stay well, stay hydrated, and I will catch you next time.